the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. And good morning. I'm Gary Randall. Thank you so much for joining me today. It's Monday, February the 19th, 2024, in the year of our Lord. On February 19th, 1942, it was during World War II, President Franklin D. Roosevelt signed Executive Order 9066. That paved the way for the relocation and internment of people of Japanese ancestry. There was a lot of uncertainty in those days, as I have read history. People were concerned after the sneak attack on Pearl Harbor. People were concerned about what might be next as we were drawn into World War II. Today in 1473, astronomer Nicholas Copernicus was born in Poland. Today in 1878, Thomas Edison received a U.S. patent for an improvement in phonograph or speaking machines. They called them speaking machines. We call them, us older people, over 40, used to call them speaking machines, I guess. I never called them that, but uh, some did. Today in 1945, Operation Detachment began during World War II as some 30,000 U.S. Marines began landing on Iwo Jima. They, were, they commenced a successful month-long battle to seize control of the island from Japanese forces. They then planted the flag on the top of the hill. You've seen that. Today in 2019, President Donald Trump directed the Pentagon to develop plans for a new space force within the Air Force. Today is also President's Day, February 19. U.S. President, uh, President's Day is on a Monday, the third Monday of February. Many have off work today, but not all. It's kind of a convoluted. I was looking at what's closed today, what isn't. Some banks will be closed, but not all banks. Uh, the post office will, post office offices will be closed, but they will be processing mail. I guess some are working in the postal service. <clears throat> Excuse me. That's what I got from what I saw today. Uh, anyway, you'll just have to check it out. But some federal offices are closed and some apparently are not. But according to the government, the day started to celebrate George Washington's birthday. I remember when we celebrated George Washington's birthday. It was declared a federal holiday that would take place on the third Monday of February. They decided to set it on the calendar. Since then, this holiday has grown to also celebrate the birthday of Abraham Lincoln with it become, becoming known as President's Day. So we have sort of made it inclusive, maybe diverse, maybe some equity, who knows. Anyway, today is President's Day. We've had some great presidents. We've had some horrible presidents. I mean, people that should have never been president of the United States, but we celebrate one and all, I suppose. There's some Trump-supporting Truckers, they're celebrating, celebrating President's Day. 
They're refusing to transport loads to and from New York City, not the state, but the city. After the former president was fined $355 million and had his ability to run businesses in New York State suspended in February's civil fraud verdict, as you know, a pro-Trump truck driver known as Chicago Ray, I love truck drivers, man, they move stuff. If, if we didn't have truckers, I, I know you're driving down, especially on, you know, in the northwest here, on the west side of the Cascades, you're driving down I-5 or whatever, and these big trucks, you know, you're, you're beside one or behind one, and it's like being in a shower, I mean, when it's rainy, they're just pouring, I understand all that. But if these guys weren't weren't doing what they're doing, you just wouldn't drop by the store on the way home and grab three items for dinner tonight or whatever, because it wouldn't be on the shelf. There's a whole lot of things that we take for granted that are available to us because these truckers drive and they keep driving. So anyway, they're they're deciding a lot of them are that uh, they don't like that ruling. Uh, against Trump because they're for Trump. They like Trump. And uh, this Chicago Ray, he posted a video uh, on X following the verdict on Friday or Saturday. Um, And it was over the weekend. And he's sharing that he and several of his colleagues are declining New York City delivery jobs due to Manhattan, uh, the uh, judge, this Ingeron's ruling. He said, I've been on the radio talking to drivers for about the last hour and 15 minutes. He said, I talked to at least 10 of them. They're going to start refusing loads to New York City on Monday. That would be today, this Ray said. Ray went on to denounce that the judge's ruling, which barred Trump from uh, serving as an officer or director of any New York corporation for three years, on top of the massive fine. They said it's just ludicrous. They can't do that. It's not right. So on. More truckers joined the online rallying with the disrespected trucker. That's his handle, I guess. He said, I vow that I will not make one delivery to New York. None. Who's with me? Truckers for Trump. He said, you could call me every name in the book, and I'm still not going to deliver to New York. He wrote that about... 15 seconds after he had written the first part on X. So it's there's, there's a lot of, there's boiling in America today. Um, there's great concern. There's, there's certainly uncertain. These are some of the most uncertain times I think we've lived in, at least in my lifetime. Uh, certainly since, in my view, since the Civil War. It's just, we're just getting to a point where it can't continue as it is, and everybody knows it, regardless of where you're coming from, regardless of where your your point of view is. It's it's not working, and everybody knows it. And it's a matter. The differences are how do we solve it, or what do we do? The left tries to take advantage of weaknesses in our system, and our system is is fractured now. It's fractured because our founding fathers set up a nation and our founding documents were the support, the foundation of that. They set up a nation that was based on personal restraint and personal responsibility. And yet in recent years, the left has worked, the left us have worked to try to undermine any responsibility. The way they do that is they take away freedom. 
And when they take away our freedom, they are transferring the responsibility of our lives from us under God to them in their leftist, often anti-God positions and worldviews. And that's what's happening now. People are depending, have been depending more and more and more on the government. And that was by design. It wasn't an accident. And the people, the leftists, wanting to amass more and more power, and they have, and we end up with a, a president like we have now where the people in his own party are saying, what are we going to do with Joe Biden? I mean, there's, there, there's, I, I saw at least seven articles today, this morning, in major news outlets that was questioning what the solution to the Biden problem is. Some of them were very kind about it, some of them not so much. But none of them were conservative oracles. They were all papers, newspapers of, of note, well-known. So there is a very tentative and uncertain um, atmosphere in our country today, a spirit of uncertainty. Isaiah, the, cha- the, the prophet Isaiah, in chapter 59, verse 1, said, Behold, the Lord's hand is not shortened, that it cannot save, neither his ear heavy, that it cannot hear. God can hear our prayers, does hear our prayers, and God acts. His hand is not shortened. God is in control. He has always been and always will be. He is Almighty God who circumscribes time. He was before time. He's after time. I don't I'm not quite able to grasp all of that, but I believe it with all my heart because the Bible teaches us that. And I think if we stand simply on the truth of God's word, this nation was founded on those principles. While those guys were crossing the ocean in a storm, like Bradford, they were were busy. I mean, they didn't even know if they were going to make it to the new world. And while they were, the pilgrims were crossing the ocean, they were writing a, a list of rules of how they were going to self-govern themselves because they were no longer under the king. They were actually headed for, for a different place than Plymouth Rock where they landed. It was south. It was, it was down in, in Virginia, I believe. But had they landed there, they would have still had some influence of the king. But when they landed where they did, they were blown off course in Massachusetts, they they uh, they weren't under the authority of the king based on where they were, and they came up with this with this list of rules. It's a construct that they all agreed to live by. Some of the people didn't agree, and when they got off the boat, they took off into the you know into the woods somewhere. But that was the that was the beginning of America based on on self governance and based on submission to God, not to government. And how far we've come from that to get to where we are today. It's amazing. I look at a lot of headlines every morning before we do this program, originating live. And um, I notice there's a a lot of articles out there today about Charlie Kirk. You may or may not be familiar with him, but I'm going to introduce you to him if you're not. And if you know who he is, I'll tell you a little bit about him today. They're out to get him. And uh, I don't I don't 
think that's going to happen. He's smart as a whip, but they are out to get him, the, the news media. And it's pretty, pretty, it looks pretty coordinated to me. There's a lot of articles now questioning him, some going right at him, trying to destroy him. I'll tell you who he is and what he's doing and why they're out to get him. In fact, one of the uh, main headlines that I read this morning says, Knives Out for Kirk. Another headline said, Fights to Stay in MAGA Inner Sanctum. Another one, another headline said, GOP 2024 campaign message falling apart with intrusion from outsiders, and on and on it goes. One of the headlines that I saw twice said Biden's reset moment. In other words, there's confusion in the Republican Party, so now is Biden's moment to reset. I don't even know if he knows what that means. I mean, honestly. Anyway, those are some of the headlines that are around the country today. Let me talk to you a little bit about Charlie Kirk. I want to thank you for your uh, support of this ministry. It is We wouldn't be able to continue, obviously, without it. It's very, very important. I'm encouraging over the next week or so, I'm encouraging our listeners in uh, Portland area, Salem, Oregon, and uh, Southwest Washington to step up and help us if you believe in what we're doing financially. We need, we're not meeting the budget on the on the Portland radio station. And uh, I would just ask you to do so. And if, if not, well, that's, you know, we'll just accept that as, is is what it is, but I would encourage you to do so. I think there are a lot of people in that area, in all areas that need to hear what we're saying, not because I'm anything or, you know, particularly informed or clever, but I believe what we're saying is based on a vision that looks through the lens of God's word. And we need to be looking at our culture from God's word. There's a lot of political talk out there, but we need to be looking at it from a biblical perspective. And that's what we do. And that's why so many of you support us so so very generously and make this program possible. So thank you so much. And come on, you guys in Portland, let's step up if you uh, think what we're doing has any value. Our address is box 399 Bellevue, Washington, 98009. Box 399 Bellevue, 98009. It was a feature story yesterday, NBC News. It begins with this, NBC News, feature story yesterday, Sunday. For more than a year, Charlie Kirk, the conservative activist and mega influencer, was aimed like a heat-seeking missile toward one goal. That already is a lie. Toward one goal, ousting Republican National Committee Chairwoman Ronna McDaniel. That's how they begin. NBC. NBC continues. They said it's a battle he won just this week. Former President Donald Trump endorsed a new slate of leaders to head the party apparatus and signaled that McDaniel's four years would soon come to an end. Then they launched their own heat-seeking missile. I want to talk to you a little bit about that today. NBC says the few Republican groups have had as meteoric rise as Kirk's Turning Point USA. Now, I'm going to be talking about Kirk and Turning Point USA. I know David Jeremiah follows me on some of the stations that this program is on, 
and it that's not the same. David Jeremiah's turning point is turning point with David Jeremiah, and this other one is Turning Point USA. It's a youth movement, and it's massive, and I'll be telling you about it, but they're not connected other than they could be friends. I don't know about that, but there's not any uh, you know, corporate connection or anything like that. It's two separate ministries, so just so somebody doesn't misunderstand that part of it. So anyway, they say the NBC News says few Republicans groups have a have had a as a meteoric rise as Kurt's Turning Point USA, which launched in launched in 2012. It sought to activate young conservatives and saw its fortunes grow as it attached itself. I'm quoting from NBC itself to the Trump movement in 2016. The organization has raised roughly a quarter of a billion dollars since. And as the Associated Press reported last fall, with its fundraising exploding during the COVID pandemic. Then NBC pivots and it tells their listeners and readers, but, quote, but the RNC effort has Kirk increasingly under the microscope in Trump's world. In recent weeks, at least three people, including McDaniel herself, have privately warned Trump about Kirk's conduct. Seven sources familiar with the discussions told NBC News this piece that I just shared with you. NBC is picking up a story that Real Clear Politics actually published last Thursday. And to their credit, they're crediting that source. But that was published last Thursday, February 16th, about this. Stay with me because this is incredibly important. It has massive ramifications. Real, uh, Real Clear Politics said Kirk founded Turning Point USA in 2012, quickly turned the nonprofit into a quasi-party apparatus. These are all people who are not supportive of Kirk, of course, talking. A quasi-party apparatus, raising more than a reported quarter of a billion dollars, cultivating an army of young conservative influencers, and delivering a jolt of youth and energy into the once-stayed Republican Party. The main beneficiary of these efforts has been Kirk's greatest ally, former President Donald Trump. They continue, but success has not insulated Kirk from criticism, even from Trump himself. Now, Trump, they're saying Trump is being critical of Kirk. Keep that in mind, because he isn't. Trump himself has been critical of Charlie Kirk. They say Kirk has also become a target of Republicans who are jealous of his ascendance in the MAGA stratosphere, resentful of his scheming against them and just alarmed by his fiery rhetoric. He is a straight talker. He is a deeply committed Christian, but he is a straight talker and he calls things the way he sees them. That's why he has such a following among young adults across the country today. Anyway, RCP and NBC, they then shift their storylines to drive a wedge between Trump and Kirk while launching their own heat-seeking missile to do damage to Trump and Kirk and conservatives in general leading up to the 2024 presidential election. Let's talk just for a minute about how Rona McDaniel, Rona Romney, 
McDaniel, lost favor with Trump. By mid-November, CNBC had reported that Trump had soured, that was their word, on McDaniel. This was mid-November, this last November. Former Trump aide Steve Bannon called for her to be replaced. In an early December podcast, Charlie Kirk went further, much further. He did. He said she should be gone, and he was very direct about it in his feelings. NBC's news channel, MSNBC, says Kirk called McDaniel a loser, questioning her abilities and loyalty to the Republican agenda, wondering, and he did wonder out loud, if she was actually trying to make sure that we lose in 2024. Kirk said, I'm telling President Trump privately and publicly he'd better remove her. Does Rona Romney want Donald Trump in prison? I really think she's an infiltration at this point. On February 4th, the former president was asked on Fox News, Trump was asked by Fox News Sunday morning to assess McDaniel's job performance. Trump said, I think she did great when she ran Michigan for me. I think she did okay initially in the RNC. I would say right now, there will probably be some changes made. That was on February 4th. By the next day, McDaniel was in Mar-a-Lago meeting with Trump and his top advisor, this Susie Wiles. As you probably know, McDaniel is now leaving her position. Kirk was not the only one who had questions about McDaniel. There were a lot of people that were questioning her ability or her will or her motives. I mean, they didn't know for sure what the deal was, but they were questioning whether or not she should continue in that role. But the mainstream media is pretty much giving him credit, Kirk, giving him credit for her leaving to further their attempt to undermine Kirk and his organization, which is strongly Christian faith-based. Now, they're deeply involved in political issues across the country. Thank the Lord. But it is a deeply based faith organization, Christian faith organization. Kirk has challenged the diversity, equity, inclusion movement. He's been extremely direct about that, straight talk. He bluntly points out its damage to the culture and to corporate America. Conservatives are calling for unity. But the left is unified around disposing of Trump. And if Kirk gets in the way, they'll dispose of him too. That's what's going on here. The media and the press are unified in taking Trump out of the presidential picture in 2024 and are more than willing to do whatever's necessary. To the, to the progressive, the relativist, they always justify whatever it is that they do because in their minds, the leftist ideology The noble goal that they have, whatever that may be, justifies any means to achieve that goal. That is the profound difference between a biblical worldview and a secular worldview. Biblical worldview holds to the fact that there are irreversible, undeniable truth. Jesus said, I am the truth, and he is. He was, is, and will be. But in this world, the, the humanists, the relativists, 
the leftists see the world through, well, whatever it takes to achieve our goal. If, if the goal is communism or socialism, it's socialism as it is for many in America, unfortunately, today. But whatever the goal is, then whatever it takes to achieve that goal is justified. Whereas to, to the conservative or the, the constitutionalist or the biblical Christian, we have fixed truth. It is always true, whatever it is. It, any action isn't justified because of the end. God is the beginning and the end. So that's where we are today. Is there really a rift, though, between Trump and Kirk? You say, well, should I care? I mean, why, why would I care? Well, I'll tell you why. According to the president's eldest son, Donald Trump Jr., the answer is no. The younger Trump said that Kirk remains very much on the inside while dismissing any possible rift. He said, there's nothing between my dad and Charlie Kirk. He said, this is nothing more than fiction coming from people jealous of the close relationship that Charlie has built with our family. Trump Jr. told Real Clear Politics, he said, he is in our in great standing with both my father and the entire Trump campaign. Everybody likes him. Trump Jr. said that Kirk spoke at a recent Las Vegas conference featuring the younger Trump, Don, which should show just how silly these false attacks on him really are. And he added that the former president's son said, it's sad that there are some people attempting to increase their own relevancy by manufacturing lies that Charlie is on the outs. Nothing could be further from the truth. Kirk actually was promoting the idea that Donald Trump named Laura Trump, his daughter-in-law, as the next RNC chair in an interview with the New York Times. Trump nominated this Michael Watley as for chairman. Then the next day, or the, a couple of days later, he nominated his daughter-in-law to be co-chair. So as for Charlie Kirk and the noise and the battle, he said, we're just going to keep going and doing what God has called us to do. We're going to ignore the noise. He said, we know that our focus and emphasis on the RNC leadership comes at a price. But he said, we're just going to keep building. So what are they building? Well, the one thing that he's building on the political side of the operation of this organization, he said their latest goal is $108 million get out the vote campaign through their Turning Point USA's political arm in Arizona, Georgia, and Wisconsin. They believe that could swing the election. He says, everything we do is additive. He said, we're not taking away from something the Republican Party is doing. He said, we're actually adding to everything that they are doing. And he goes on to say that they should not have, a lot of things that they should have been doing, they haven't been doing. So is he a stepping stone or a stumbling block? Well, the Rolling Stone took on Charlie. Everybody's taking him on now, except his friends, and he has a lot of them. But the Rolling Stone he uh, headline says, Charlie Kirk's Turning Point Pivots to Christian Nationalism. Rolling Stone says the organization founded to promote the free market sure is spending a lot of time promoting attacks on the separation of church and state. That's what they always do. I posted a story about this, an article today, and in that article, it's Faith and Freedom. It's our website, faithandfreedom, all one word, dot U.S. I posted, it's it's a conversation, it's a, on the coalition of faith and the United States with Charlie and some pastors. And man, if you have a chance to take a look at that, please do. It's at Faith and Freedom. It's on our website. Scroll down when you 
go to a, the article about what I'm talking about now, and you'll see this video. And I would encourage you to watch it or watch a part of a part of it because it's very, very enlightening. He's doing the Lord's work. He needs to be supported. Thanks for being with me today. I'll see you tomorrow. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.